Today we're going to be talking about The Word from 3121, recorded in 2005 at Paisley Park and released on the 21st of March 2006. Uh, on the track, it is Just Prince, and uh, it is 4 minutes 31. And joining me to talk about today is Christy Norman. Hello, Christy. Hello. I guess for a genre, um, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. I guess, I, I mean, I want to say, like, I don't know, religious pop? <laughs> something like that it's it's almost like a worship song that you'd hear in church i think like with the title of the word it's fairly obvious that this is going to be a religious song um you know given Pr- prince's kind of history at this point um i feel like people kind of expect maybe you know once or twice an album he gets very very religious um i think on the next album we've got um you know line of judah somewhere in there <laughs> so uh-huh. right um you know he he occasionally prince will hide the religious stuff in a song where you think it's not religious and then it turns out to be religious um but with this calling it the word it, it feels like you know it's it, prince is kind of laying his stall out fairly early on um and particularly Fair. Particularly that it's just Prince by himself as well. Like, you know, he's doing pretty much everything on the entire album. Uh, sorry, on the entire song. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it. I it, when that happens, when Prince is just by himself um, doing a religious song, he does have a tendency to kind of, you know, up the religiousness just a little bit. Right. In some occasions, this isn't a bad thing. You know, Anastasia was pretty much Prince by himself. Um, and that's a great song. So... Um, I don't think the word is on the same level as Anastasia, but, you know, it's an interesting mm-hmm. enough song. Um, and for some reason, Prince gets very much into spiders and webs. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I really loved that. I loved it. I thought it was. I Well, it's so relatable. Like, you don't have to be a religious person to relate about being afraid of spiders and getting caught in their webs and you know it's i mean most people don't really like spiders all that much they're right up there with like snakes most people don't (laughs) like spiders and snakes yeah and that's fine that's they're relatable metaphors in that way if you're trying to talk about something like that so i think the funny thing is like obviously snakes are normally used in religious metaphors quite a lot but it's so it's funny that prince has decided to pick a different animal (laughs) <laughs> has decided to go with spiders um but yeah i mean i guess you could call that kind of the chorus um to this song yeah yeah you know the yeah. whole you know who's going to save us when them spiders get next to you um that whole thing i think would would be the chorus of the song in the verses you know he I, I guess he doesn't start in too much of a religious vein you know except of course saying exaltation um but you know yeah when he's when he's talking about you know um uh, what are these new inspirations that I can't get out of my brain? And, you know, how am I going to sleep with this fe- feeling rushing through my veins? Um, you know, get up, come on, let's do something. Do you want to go get saved? <laughs> I think it's a little explicit. Uh-huh. But uh, but other than that, this kind of idea of like having, you know, restless sleep, I think, you know, people can relate to that. So it's not, you know, it it does, it's not immediately kind of religious. Right. Um, and I'd even say like in the second verse where he's, you know, until he gets to the final line where he's like, don't you want to know the word? 
uh, the rest of it is kind of, it could be vague enough that it could apply to a number of different things. I agree. I feel like that made it a much more successful to separate it out a little bit to make it a little more, a little less specific, a little less religiously specific. The word, if, I think if you're educated in church vernacular, then the word comes to you absolutely as a religious thing. But I don't know if it would, if you aren't as familiar, if you didn't spend a lot of you know, time in churches at some point in your life, then it might not be quite as overt. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, uh, like until, I mean, even when he gets to the third verse and he's talking about, you know, um, don't matter about how shiny your lips, they'll never be uh, streets of gold. Um, <laughs> you know, it's only when he gets to the final couplet where he says, we've got this new exaltation. I'm talking about the word. Yeah. I guess that's the only point where you can kind of go, oh, you know, what is, what is the word? Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, gospel is probably what the, the word that he's talking about. Um, right. Uh, I, absolutely. I mean, the, the word is Jesus. Basically, they talk about Jesus being the word. And from the beginning, you know, he was there, whatever. So, I mean, obviously, he has a very religious bent to it, but I don't think it has to be, I know a lot of people get turned off by the song because they feel like it's too religious, but I feel like if you don't have that background or if you can kind of separate that in your own head, there's a lot of good messages here. Like it, uh, get up, come on, let's do something. If you don't like the way your life is going, do something about it, change something, do something different. I think that's a, a good message that's not really... Yeah doesn't have to be religious. And then, you know, it, it does, like you mentioned, do, it doesn't matter how shiny your lips, they'll never be streets of gold. Okay, you can be pretty, but if you're not a nice person, then people aren't going to want to spend time with you. So on, on the I mean, I guess on the outro, the whole, you know, uh, there's no reason to feel this pain. Come on, uh, let's get saved. I guess that's probably about, you know, that's the point at which it kind of turns very religious. Uh, but even the chorus of, you know, who's going to who's going to save us when them spiders get next to you spinning their sticky webs around what you do. Uh, we got to safeguard against the forked tongue and the treachery of the wicked one. Uh, come on, let's get up and do something. I guess that can kind of be more seen as like a motivational thing rather than specifically religious. Uh, I just feel the kind of let's get saved is kind of that is a little overt. Yes. But doesn't everybody need to be saved from something? There's always something in your life you need to be saved yeah. from, you know, the, the toxic job, the bad relationship, the whatever, 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 you know, there's something yeah. you can save, you can be saved from something, whether it's of your own action or not i mean i i do think it's funny that at this point even even the word forked prince is spelling with the number four <laughs> and then k-e-d <laughs> like, and exaltation has no e yep has <laughs> yep he's 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 <laughs> since since expectation he's dropped all those e's yeah uh, yeah once again we get a couple of steps further from prince being you know using the english language and just using his own language um even the kind of like the i'm has like a little i symbol and then an m mm -hmm. so, so which is you know he's been doing that for at this point about 20 years so that's that's not new but i do kind of like that you know just the the, the, the like the letters for and now the number four no matter where they appear even even on the right. credit for you know written performed and produced by prince the performed has a four in the middle of it 
Um, so that's a nice little kind of like the forked tongue now has a four. So it's it's a nice little extra step in Prince's kind of uh, kind of language as well. I, I you know I don't mind the production on this. I think it's okay. You know it's kind of more guitar based. It's a little bit less kind of synth based. So but uh, I don't know. I I mean I think kind of the message is okay, but. Uh, you know, I think there's a little bit of kind of like semantics to get away from the fact that this is a very kind of religious song. Fair. Um, you know, but but at the same time, you know, uh, it's not like Prince has hidden the fact that he's religious. Like this is something that was kind of known about him since like his third album. So uh, at the same time, it's not that much of a surprise. You know, if you're a Prince fan, you kind of have to be prepared for occasionally he, you know, he kind of uh, decides to kind of get into the pulpit a little bit. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of that's kind of what he's doing on this song um you know uh, i mean the thing is i think i, I think the odd thing is this comes straight after fury okay which is kind yeah. of a more kind of like secular song right and you know and so it's kind of an interesting contrast and then after this we have kind of like tomorrow returning on beautiful loved and blessed which again is a kind of sweeter song so i don't know in terms of like the the flow of the album i think this is kind of an odd hmm. Um, it kind of stands out a little bit because where it is, is kind of, I don't know, there's more kind of, mm-hmm. um, I guess you would say more earthly songs. And so kind of having a moment of spirituality in the middle of all that feels a little bit kind of out of place. Huh. Um, so, you know, I don't I, I in terms of like listening to the kind of album, I, it always feels a little bit weird where it's put. Oh, I kind of liked the dichotomy of it was, I enjoyed yeah. it. I found, I found it interesting. And yeah, it did kind of interrupt the flow, but it also kind of gave you a moment to slow down a little bit and kind of take in what's going on on this album. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's interesting that this is where Prince has chosen to put it. You know, like with something like The Cross, he put that like right before the very last track. Right. <laughs> almost as if to kind of hide it. Um, and he, you know, he he's done that a few times with, with kind of more overtly religious songs where he's kind of put them a bit more towards the end of the album. So I just thought the placement of it was interesting. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of the overall flow of the album, I um, although I was, I love the acoustic guitars on this. They're it just yeah. I I mean he, he's masterful on the guitar and the electric guitar is always a joy to hear him play. But I, there's something about Prince and an acoustic guitar that just it speaks to my soul. I mean that is one of the things that I do enjoy about the song. Um, but I would still say I probably can't go higher than a three out of five, <laughs> and that's, Aww. and I th- I think that's I think that's just because uh, I'm not really a religious person, and occasionally I, f- you know, as much as I love Prince, I sometimes find it a little hard to kind of take the religious message that sometimes kind of yeah did you feel a little beat over the head by this one i mean towards the end where it's like get up come on let's do something and i'm like okay prince yeah i've got the message i you know i I feel like you're (laughs) kind of alienating me more and more with each time you repeat those words although you know it does finish with the title and i'm always a fan of that so um mm-hmm. but but whenever he asks don't you want to hear the word most of the times i'm replying not really prince i'm okay thanks very much <laughs> I, I think i can cope uh, but I, like you say oh. it, it's got some wonderful guitar stuff on here and i think that's the, that's the thing that kind of elevates it a little bit for me um but mm-hmm. i don't think i can go high, any higher than a three yeah i love this song this is a five out of five for me it's one of my top two songs on this album i enjoy it i, I get up and dance to it if you know they would play it at church. I would love that. I think it would be great. 
but it's it kind of fits with the non-denominational sort of pop music that they play in churches very often now where it can kind of have a double meaning and but it's still kind of spiritual and religious and so this is one of the few songs that I actually wouldn't mind hearing someone other than Plint's then Prince play. So I like it a lot. I like the guitar, like the, the spiders are relatable and funny. And I love funny Prince. So uh, Prince played it live from the end of 2006 through to the middle of 2007. And then he didn't play it again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the last time he played it was at the uh, Alma Awards. And I don't know what they are. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I've never heard of those. Um, but apparently it was the ninth annual Alma Awards on the 1st of June 2007, and that was the last time that he played it live uh, anywhere. So, right. I mean, uh, by that point, I mean, literally like two weeks or three weeks later, Planet Earth was out. <laughs> so obviously, yeah. as soon as Prince has got Yeah, he was album, moving on to the next thing, as Prince always did. You know, he got bored of promoting something because he's been on to the next thing for months yeah at least and i mean a lot a lot of planet earth was recorded in 2006 as well so he was kind of sitting on it for a little while before it came out anyway so um yeah performed live until the middle of 2007 and then never performed again which i mean you know it's just the way that prince is once 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 a new album's out that's it he's moved on um yeah but yeah so i feel like we said about as much as we possibly can about the word um, the song, not the gospel, according to <laughs> the various people that were around Jesus Christ. Uh, so let's get a plug. Is there anything you wish to plug, Christy? Uh, sure. I have a podcast that I co-host with my husband called The Mountains and the Sea. And it's also a Prince podcast where we talk about an album and their ancillary materials. And um, we do series uh, about each album. It's it's fun. We enjoy it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast. And I also have another podcast, not Prince related, called Killer Fun. And we explore the intersection of crime and entertainment. And you can find us on Twitter at Killer Fun Pod. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for being my guest here, Christy. Oh, it's always a pleasure. And otherwise, goodbye.